podcast hosted by me paul austin and me george walsh hey oh it's good to be back in it george yeah have we been up to mate uh this and that sorry that i mean obviously we've been away for a, lo- a bit longer than we said we would yeah we when did we say <laughs> we'll be back january <laughs> i think it was january early february <laughs> <laughs> at the latest yeah but you know we you know we needed a bit of time to kind of polish the whole show give it give it a new lick of paint yeah you know we've had our new theme song yeah the disco mm. interpretation brilliant we're moving Love forwards <laughs> <laughs> moving forwards all the way to the 70s yeah. um and we've got some jingles as well haven't we? we've got some nice have we got, have we got, have we got some jingles we've got some jingles yeah Oh, well, f- f- blimey, have we got a jingle for my question time? We have got a jingle for your question <laughs> well, time. Well, I better, I, better, I better leap right into that. It's Paul's question time! 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 Now, George, when I when I hummed uh, those melodies uh, yes. into my phone and sent them to you to recreate in I don't know whatever music program you use, Garage Band. I didn't mean for you to use all of them one after the other. <laughs> I meant you know you could use one of these maybe as the sting. <laughs> so what are you saying? It's good. I love it. I think it's great. I really love the kind of epic feel of it, but it is very long. Yeah. No, well, there's a fast forward button if anyone's annoyed by it's- it. Good point, good point. Hit that Just... <laughs> twice and you'll get right past yeah. it. Brilliant, sorted. <laughs> right, okay, my question, we should probably get to that. Yeah. George, mm-hmm. if you could go to school with anyone famous, who would it be? If I could go to school with anyone famous? Yeah, if you go back in time yeah. uh, and spend uh, your school days with someone famous, who would you pick? As a kid, obviously. Um... You can't spend. I mean, you can't spend time with like I don't know um, Jim Bowen, as I mean, obviously not as no. he is now because he um, died recently. Poor fella. Yeah. Um, oh, brought the whole show down. You now. brought the, yeah. You, you, you couldn't spend time in school with an adult celebrity, is what I mean. So, wait, am I the same age as the the celebrity? So are we like in... school kids together, or yeah. is it like he's the teacher or she's the? teacher no, no 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 they can't be the teacher they've got to be the they've got to be the kid and it's got to be them as a kid okay um i think i i, I don't know i don't know why do you spring oh, these questions on me at the last because that that's like the whole fi- do you not want me to do this segment no anymore? no 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 i've gone to the trouble of making that jingle we're doing the feature <laughs> until we've got the purchase out of it but all right okay i'll tell you what then i'll tell you what just to make this a bit more uh just to add a bit more to this yeah listeners i want you to email in your answers mm. okay so you know you can if you if you've got a celebrity you'd love to go to school with you know send it in an email to What's the, oh, it's been ages, George. What's the email address? Crasspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. I mean, you know, I'm not... I, I don't I know if you've noticed, listeners, but I'm not the one who's on top of things in this creative <laughs> partnership. <laughs> oh, what, whatever gave 
them that impression. <laughs> what celebrity would I like to go to school with? To be honest, Jim Bowen was the one who popped straight into my mind. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't have thought so, but obviously I'm going to stick with that answer. Yeah. Ooh. Uh... We can cut all this out. We can cut all this out. Yeah, well, yeah, I know that. I'll streamline it, don't worry. Um... <laughs> we can have a little dead air jingle. <laughs> <laughs> we stick in whenever there's a pause. There is some dead air. Have we got any emails, George? Um, no. No. You've been away for what three months, <laughs> and there's been no e- no one saying, "Oh, where are you, crass boys?" Oh, I miss Lonely Hearts Club. Come back. None of that. They won't be saying been, that, would they? It's been fuck all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Harry Hill. Harry, there you go. Great. Yeah. Brilliant answers. Okay, next bit. Right, George, uh, it's that time again for you to yep. tell me what you've been watching this week. Tell me what you've been watching this week. You tell him you saw it on the, um, the telly. <laughs> what a great jingle. <laughs> well done, George. Well done. Yeah, thank you. So, yeah, what have you been watching this week? <laughs> <laughs> With, smooth as ever. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, I was planning to share a few words on how brilliant Wes Anderson's new film, Isle of Dogs, is, which I did enjoy very much when I went to see that. Have you seen this, Paul? No, it's like a kids' film, isn't it? It's all like Wallace well, and Gromit. Well, it's in, it, it's stop motion animation, if that's what yeah. you mean. But it's it's not stop motion does not a kids' film make. Do you know what I mean? Name me one that isn't a kids' film. Hey, name me a, a Wallace and Gromit film that isn't a kids' film. <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about Idol of Dogs. Um, the you know, but I can't. There's something else I feel I have to talk about. But I will Ooh, say very okay. quickly. The voice cast and the visuals are absolutely spectacular. And every frame is so loaded with detail that I need to sit about a dozen more times just to get the full enjoyment out of it, you know. There's so Paranorman. much. Paranorman. Paranorman. That's another one that's done like Worse and Gromit. Yeah. Is that for kids or for adults? Yeah, it's for kids. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I wanted to talk about that, but I feel like I must talk more about a reality TV show that's been doing the rounds on Channel 4 called Seven Year Switch. Are you aware of this one, Paul? No, I've never even heard of it. (laughs) Well, it's a good job I've got the basic premise here for you, which is that four couples whose relationships are in trouble are shipped Mm -hmm. off to Thailand to live with each other's partners in the vein of wife swap. I mean, it does sound very wife swap, apart from the Thailand bit. And they weren't in trouble, were they, in wife swap? It was just a programme. Yeah, I think it was just a program, wasn't it? Whereas but here... apart from that, it sounds pretty much exactly like Wife Swap. Yeah. Now, you might be wondering, why on earth have I been watching this show? I've got to say kind of, because, you know, you're into kind of arty, James, arty stuff and James Bond and that. Yeah. And, well, to tell Not... you the truth, I've no idea why I've been watching it. Oh, OK. I thought I might have an answer. <laughs> You weren't watching it just because you knew you'd have to talk about something on the podcast, were you? No, not not at all. No. <laughs> I mean, 
I'll I'll break it down. Right, all of the men are fools to one degree or another. And right, okay. the women are generally sympathetic, if yeah. not a bit dull. Okay. I mean, you've got... I'd say two of the couples are interesting and the other two aren't. You've got this sort of sexy and volatile couple uh, where the bloke is particularly awful. Uh, he's right. sort of like this Mr. Muscle, nasty, shit, <laughs> misogynist horror of a fella that uh, reminds me of... Uh, but muscular instead who? of just overweight. Who's that? Who is that? I've never heard of... He's someone I went to school with. Why did you bring him up? I don't know who that is. Well, because he reminds me of him. Fine, all right. I mean, you're going to have to get... Well, yeah, I'll get, the, I'll get the bird song out, obviously. <laughs> anyway, so this volatile couple, they've switched with a, a fairly timid couple, where yeah. you've got this slightly pushy wife... Married okay. to a great big stupid man-child idiot. I can, I, to be honest, I can kind of see why people would like it because it sounds a bit like a sitcom. Yeah, you know that's kind of a staple <laughs> of sitcoms is you know slightly pushy but a bit put upon wife uh, yeah. married to an absolute moron man-child. I mean that's yeah. you know that's that's well, George and Mildred. Do you remember that? That's George and Mildred. It's yeah. you know. So so you've got Mister Muscle, nineteen fifty-eight. And Mrs. Timid but Pushy in one villa, and you've got Mr. Manboy and Mrs. Glamour living in another. Mr. Manboy? Yeah. Imagine Roger Hargreaves having a go at that. That's the worst superhero of all time. It's funny. You you went went down the superhero route, I went down the Mr. Men route. <laughs> says a lot Mr. about our upbringings. Um, oh, does, the two does, other couples, yeah. the other two couples are significantly less interesting. But yeah. one of those husbands is a total pillock, and every mm. time he appears on screen, it's just to sulk about something or other, often only wearing swimming trunks so that oh we can God. see all of the Coco Pop-style skin tags that he's got on his chest oh, and shoulders. That is, that's grim. Yeah. Delicious, yeah. though, in a bowl of milk. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, the switched couples are regularly visited by a couples therapist who looks kind of like Emma Dale's answer to David Beckham. <laughs> and is, he, is he actually from the West Country? The West Country? Emma Dale's from the West Country, Emma Dale. Yorkshire. Yorkshire? Oh, I don't he's, fucking know. He, I watch telly. He's kind of got a Yorkshire to Middlesbrough kind of accent. He's sort right, of in between. Okay. Sort of like a sort of part smoggy is what he is, I'd say. But right. he's he's a total bastard because he's engineered a lot of horrible scenarios and, and circumstances oh. in this experiment. So for example, the villas have only got one double bed. Oh, and so right. you know that causes rows. Uh, how is this? How is this supposed to help the couples in question? How does it actually? Because they're in, you said they're in trouble when they go in. So how? Yeah. What techniques does he offer to actually help them? Well, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure there are any. <laughs> no. he, he. Right. You know, the, the, it's it's sort of experience life with somebody different to show you how your behaviour is or something. I don't know. And maybe you'll miss your partner as well. I don't. I've been watching it for five weeks and I still don't really know. 
<laughs> I mean, I think we on? can make the assumption then that there aren't any techniques to actually Not help really. the couple. I mean, one of his techniques is to show photographs of the other, you know, of the other switched couple. Right. Uh, but, like, show photographs of them on dates in restaurants or sunbathing in next to nothing. <laughs> and and it just, you know, and then people burst into tears or Mr. Misogynist blows a fuse and wants to punch things. You know, so it's... I'm not entirely Punched clear... Punched a hole in the one double bed. Yeah, I'm not entirely clear how it's supposed to help people. No. And you've got Dr. Beckham's... Occasionally visiting... I'm calling him Dr. Beckham's now. Okay, yeah. Uh, he occasionally visits each of the Switch couples like a sort of shit-stirring wasp buzzing back and forth. <laughs> and, and, match, that would be the worst kind of wasp one yeah. that also shit-stirred. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about Dr. Beckham's. Yeah. Um, and it's all supposed to help the couples somehow, but I'm, I'm not, not even remotely clear how it's supposed to. The other problem is that he can barely speak properly. So he's kind mm. of like, the couples have been making significant progress. <laughs> like that. And, you know, it sounds like a Yorkshire Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have a Yorkshire Bruce Forsyth. Than that would guy. be good. I just, you know, I just question his credentials as a couples therapist. You know, you know I'm not saying okay. he's not a doctor, but, I, I, you know, I just can't really uh you, you know what i mean yeah no i know what you mean he's you're saying he's not a doctor no no i'm not saying that he's not a doctor oh no that'd be liable i suppose if you said he wasn't yeah. we said he wasn't a doctor but, i mean to be honest i don't know if he is a doctor or not i mean if he's a doctor <laughs> maybe he shouldn't be on twitter tweeting no. along to the episodes <laughs> going oh, i can't believe gary was like this or, or whatever what do you mean you can't he was there i know this can... is it what does he mean Idiot. can't believe it <laughs> but yeah, it's not it's not massively unbelievable. It's not like some crazy like life like once in a lifetime event. I know. I mean, yeah, I'm not saying he's not a doctor. He could be a doctor, but it, it he just seems a bit you know, like he graduated with at the bottom of the class. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know the sort you mean. Yeah, I just I just don't. What was buy the name it. of your mate from uh, that? You what was the name of that guy? Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not saying. Oh, right, okay, sorry. But I think the real route as to why I've been following Seven Year Switch uh, okay. is because I was hoping there would be far more adultery, sex, and violence than there actually has been. <laughs> I mean, it is Channel Four. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's on after the watershed as well. So oh, I was, you know, I was hoping that the the, the man child would get with the glamorous woman and then get his teeth smashed in. Or that the misogynist would drive the timid woman to breaking point and that as a consequence yeah. she'd smash a vase over his head or something. <laughs> but in, instead, what we get is just the occasional bit of rowing, a little bit of sort of sunbathing, and yeah. a little bit of Dr. Beckham's sort of going around stirring the pot and doing think, talking to camera, you know. I think what you want, George, is a soap opera. Yeah. I think that's that's what you should probably be watching. I yeah, think but the, the problem is you're watching reality TV. Yeah, but... The thing is, with a soap opera, it's all, you know, actors and it's all fiction. What? I mean, reality TV is not that real, but, you know... You... Sorry, are you saying that Ian Beale isn't real? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Steve McDonald? No, not real. It's an actor. How did you think they filmed all this? I if it was know, real? But... 
Well, how do, I, well, how do they film Seven Year Hitch? With a ca- yeah, but it feels like it's been filmed by a camera crew that's just there. It doesn't. It's not like a soap where it's got you know construction oh, and. Never really thought about it before, George. No. What do you want to tell me? What you've been watching this week? Have you been watching anything? Well, um, yeah, Dams. This week I've. Um, Unfortunately, been watching a couple of videos by uh, Jonathan Pye. Oh, really? Yeah, um, you know Jonathan Pye. He's, he's, a, he's the he's the guy played by uh, Tom Walker. Yeah. Who um, he's like he's all angry about stuff. He's a fake news listeners. If you don't know Jonathan Pye, he's like he's a fake news uh, presenter who does these rants. So he, yeah. he kind of he he starts his videos by doing the beginning of a news. Uh, like and what do you call them? And he's like, uh, 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 what do you call them on the field? Correspondence. He's yeah, he's he's a, he's a news correspondent, and he he does like a beginning of a news thing, and he'll be like, oh, there's a thing going on, like a guy. So okay, for example, the video the video that got kind of big was in response to uh, the court case involving uh, Count da- Dankula. Count Dankula. Have you heard of him, George? No. He's a YouTube guy who has gone to court uh, and may face jail because he made a video where his pug dog, he trained his pug dog to do a Nazi salute in response to him uh, shouting, gas the Jews. Right. Which obviously, you know... This is recent though, isn't it? This is fairly recent. This is fairly recent, yeah. This can't be the video that sort of launched him, though, can it? Cause yeah. No, it's not the video that launched him. He did a lot of other shit videos. Was, but the one that's the one... made the news recently... Right, OK. Uh, like, the last video that he did that really made it big was the one straight after the um, after the Trump got in. Oh, right, yes. I remember this. This was... He was on a, a, a studio set, wasn't he, with yeah. monitors and stuff? I thought he was a correspondent, though. Thought he was out in the field. He is a correspondent now, but but for that video after Trump's election, where he goes, oh, it's the left wing's fault that Trump's in. He he's in he's in a studio, but ever since then, he's always out in the street. When he says it's the what, have you watched the Trump one? Could, Not I... recently. I have to be honest. I haven't watched that one recently. So if I asked you about it, would I? Would you be able to help me? Not maybe from memory, but I I mean I wouldn't be that confident in. You know, because I like to do a bit of research. Okay. Unlike Jonathan Pye, I like to do a bit of research into what I'm talking about. But recently, his court video, his video about the Count Dankula court case, mm. uh, in the video, he uh, he yells and rants and screams about um, how, you know, this is awful. You know, we should people should be allowed to tell jokes. Yeah. You know, we should be and you shouldn't be uh, shouldn't fear arrest because of telling jokes. Which, you know, is a fair enough point. I think there's a fair point to make about it. But in what way is yelling something that's quite anti-Semitic at a pug telling a joke? Well, his claim is that it's mocking uh, the Nazis. Having a pug do uh, a Nazi salute is is mockery of the Nazis, which doesn't quite uh, add up to me because, no. I mean, one of the f- famous things... You, you know, one of the things that everyone knows about Hitler is that he was a great lover of dogs. Yeah. So how is a dog doing his, like, salute, what he invented? <laughs> how is that an insult? One of the things that Jonathan Pye says in the video is, um, do you know where else you could get arrested? I'm paraphrasing here. 
he says, do you know where else you could get arrested for uh, doing for getting a dog to do a Nazi salute? Uh, and you think the next thing he's going to say is, you know, modern-day Germany, because yeah. obviously you can't do anything like that in public in modern Germany because you get arrested. But no, yeah. no, he says Nazi Germany. He says he follows up with Nazi. He goes, "Oh, do you know where else you could get arrested for for making a pug do do a salute? Nazi fucking." He just swears throughout all of his. He swears is, is constantly. He one of those guys who thinks that um, being funny equals saying fuck after every other fucking word. It's a well, fucking. This is joke. the interesting thing. Like that. <laughs> this is the interesting thing about Jonathan Pye is that he's kind of. I think he's almost kind of. He's invented this new form of satire because obviously that's what he he claims to be and what his fans. Uh, say he is. He's satire. He's invented this kind of new breed of satire, which is um, sort of shouting your genuine beliefs. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of just what he does. He just yells what he actually believes at the top of his voice. Yeah. But anyway, this video kind of he talks about how you know, oh, you know, it's not, it's like Nazis, and you know, you should be able to mock the Nazis. When actually, I don't think the video really does mock the Nazis. No. To be honest, there. Yeah. Um. And he ends with the whole thing saying, oh, well, if you're taking context out of it, surely me reporting on it saying, you know, reporting the speech, gas the Jews, is an arrestable offence. And he goes, oh, fuck it. Uh, and then he proceeds to really awkwardly steal a load of other comedians' um, Nazi mockery material. So not, he walks... Not he's the in front iconic, of the courthouse. Not Sorry, the icon I was just going to say, not the iconic... Basil Fawlty funny walk. He literally opens with the iconic Basil Fawlty. He does. He literally copies it. It's not like oh, well, it's a goose step. He even does the little twirl at the end that John Cleese does. But not as, kinda, not as well. I'm obviously guessing. not as well. He looks like a fucking moron doing it on it, sitting on his own, yeah. just in front of a courthouse in public. He does the little Nazi twirl, comes back, and then he sings "Springtime for Hitler," oh, which. I mean, the whole the whole idea of this sort of section is that he's he's you know he's he can be as offensive as he's being offensive as he wants because fuck it it doesn't matter. But he's, these are all just quite you know this is all Nazi material that's been done years ago. Yeah. But yeah, it's really and then he do, the only bit of original um, Nazi mockery material he does is he mimes um, <laughs> having sex with someone from behind and says, "Look, this is me, a Nazi fucking the von Trapps." Christ. And it's about as funny as uh, that pause implied. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what is, is anything else you've been watching this week? <laughs> well, uh, do you know what? I'm not finished with Jonathan Pye yet because oh, he released no, another video a couple of days ago um, about um, the gender pay gap. All right. Okay. I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited. <laughs> By this. And it's um, it's about how the gender pay the gap, gender pay is, gap um, is not even fucking real. Is it like that? Well, no. See, that's what you expect. Yeah. But the whole thing is framed uh, as an interview with a feminist. Oh no. Okay. Jonathan Pye is interviewing a feminist. Oh. So, so another woman who appears in this video. He's interviewing a feminist, and he's talking about a book she's written. A, a book she's written called The Sex Delusion. Um, and he, one of his first questions to her is, um, so what can we do about the, the gender pay gap? And the feminist woman says, who's got a name in it, but she's just the feminist pretty much, uh, she says, uh, she says, well, it's not real. There is no gender pay gap. It's it's people using... It's, it's manipulation of figures to make it look like there's a gender pay gap for various reasons. I'm not going to go into the what's... I, I think the video is kind of... 
it's mostly about semantics rather than actually um, the problem. Well, we really. know he's got. And, I mean, he's got a problem with them, hasn't he? We know that. <laughs> But um, I'm not going to go into the content of the video like that. But all I'll say is he frames it as an argument, as as this feminist woman kind of very, uh, kind of, you know, kind of debunking this idea of the gender pay gap. And that's his whole thing about, well, you know, this is what a feminist is saying. But the feminist isn't real. Yeah. She's, She's an actress written by John... Like, the script is written, presumably, by Tom Walker and Andrew Doyle, who's the other writer. Yeah. So, like, fucking, it's like, it might, why, why bother? I'll tell you why, why he's bothered. It's because he doesn't want to look like a, a, a shouty right, alt-right fucker. He wants to kind of make himself look all right. He wants to make the character of Jonathan Pye look okay. <laughs> this is my problem with Jonathan Pye, is he doesn't commit to his fucking character. He's not satire. I mean, this video, right, it might as well be Jonathan Pye arguing with a sock puppet or a mirror. It might as well be that. In fact, that might have been funnier. <laughs> Maybe if he really committed to comedy, if he really was committed to comedy, he would have had Jonathan... Uh, it would have been Tom Walker arguing with Tom Walker in a wig and yeah. doing, like, a kind of Terry Jones-style lady voice. <laughs> that would have been funny. Or, do you know what? You don't even have to go to that extreme. If you want it to be funny, Tom Walker, you could... Why don't you have Jonathan Pye, the character, saying all this stuff to the feminist? Because that is his character. For the whole video, Jonathan Pye is meek. And he's like, oh, well, hang on, this isn't the story. This isn't what we should be saying. You're going really off. This is... This is... Ro- no, stop doing this. That's not the character! That's not the character you've built up, Jonathan Pye. Jonathan Pye is supposed to be this smug, shouty wanker. That's the character. If it's satire, you commit to that character. You don't have him suddenly, oh, well, I don't want to look bad, so I'll have an, I'll pretend there's a feminist saying all this, and Jonathan Pye's like a, a little lefty. I, he won't commit <laughs> to his character. Well, Fuck off, John. Do you know what? Do you know what? If, here's, right, here's a quote from Jonathan Pye's Twitter, okay? When... This is the thing also with Jonathan Pye, is he doesn't commit to the character on the character's own Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter, he's like, oh, yeah, it's not real, the video. She's not a real feminist. On his Twitter, John, it's not, his Twitter isn't Tom Walker. It's Jonathan Pye, the character. Yeah. So, oh, God, I feel sick now. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's well. not satire. It's not comedy. It's shit. <laughs> I mean, he ends the interview with uh, the fake feminist. Well, actually, he interviews this interview with the fake feminist with her asking him out. She fancies him at the end. Oh, in a script Christ. written by Jonathan, the guy playing Jonathan <laughs> Pye, the feminist fancies Jonathan Pye in it. It's like some fucking... Imagine that! Imagine that! Anyway, it's uh, new feature time. We've got a brand new yeah. feature, haven't we, George? We have, yes. Do you want... You introduce this one, I oh, think. That's fine, I'll introduce it. Don't worry about it. Uh Basically, listeners, it's a kind of a kind of competition between us two, uh, based on who who can come up with the best TV show idea pitch thing. Okay, yeah. so we've 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 decided on a topic already. Uh, we're going to be pitching game shows. Yeah. Uh, and the feature is called the Crash Channel. Wait, wait, what? The Crash Channel? Yeah, that's the name of the feature. It's about telly, isn't it? The Crash Channel. Like the like um, I don't know the the History Channel, it's Crash not, Channel. It's, so it's not Crash Channel Ferry. 
No, why would it be called the Cross Channel Ferry? That's Well, because it sounds like the Cross Channel Ferry. No. Why is that what you thought the feature was called? Yeah. Well, if you you were supposed to I've make the jingle. It, yeah, I've made one for the Crash Channel Ferry. All right, well, oh, well, okay, I'm sure it'll be fine. Play it. It's very nautical, George. <laughs> I thought it was the... That's fine, it'll do. <laughs> it's fine. Don't worry about it. It's a great jingle. It's a great jingle. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's it, what, just to be clear, it's not the Crash Channel Ferry. It was just... I mean, you can call channel. it whatever you want. Fine, fuck no, it. Crash Channel Ferry time. <laughs> we'll, call it, we'll call it the Crash Channel, and then in brackets, it's just ferry. Okay. <laughs> There we go, sorted. Right. right. Um, should we get on to the pitches? Yes. Who want, who should go first? Uh, I'll go first. I'll go All first. Right, go for it. So my game show is called mm-hmm. Now You're Tolkien. And it's uh, <laughs> thus. Andrew Castle presents the nerd-based quiz as fantasy fiction fans battle it out as they have to identify which lines of description are from Tolkien novels and which are from other authors' works. <laughs> okay. The show okay. follows a double elimination tournament format, which I can't explain, and <coughs> neither can Andrew Castle. And it's to be broadcast on ITV at 8.30 every weeknight forever. <laughs> yep. So, have you any questions about now you're Tolkien? Well, have you got an example question? Well, no, I'm not into that shit. No, I don't blame you. Um, it's just, it's dead easy. It's just sort of a line of prose comes up on the screen. <laughs> is it from Tolkien or is it from, I don't know, C.S. Lewis or someone? <laughs> so, okay, what kind of... Um, and people, and the nerds of... buzz in <laughs> and and they, they say, if it's Tolkien, they have to buzz in and go, now you're Tolkien, like that. <laughs> what do they say if it's if it's not? Uh, you're Tolkien shit. <laughs> that's what okay, yeah, all right. Okay, that's good. What kind of patter will Andrew Castle be having with uh, oh, the nerds? It'll just be, you know, it'll be some smooth jokes. He'll throw in jokes about tennis that they won't understand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, let's hope none of you double fault today. <laughs> and there's just silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good. All the audience, all the all the audience, roar with laughter, and the nerds are just yeah, they're terrified. Almost as if the audience aren't real. That's how enthusiastic <laughs> they are about it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm liking this idea. Will he ask them like, "Oh, who's your favourite character out of the Lord of the Rings?" And they'll go like Gormley or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he'll do all the warm-up introduction, bullseye, Jim Bowen stuff. Yeah, brilliant. Okay, I like that. That's a good idea. Have you got an idea for a theme song? No, I haven't. I haven't gone that far. It'll just—I'll uh, tell you what—it'll just be the sort of standard ITV game show theme song thing. So like, okay. synthesizers and and you can maybe yeah. add like a bit of—I um, don't know—like a lute or something in the yeah. background to add a bit of a fantasy feel. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So I do mine. Yeah. Sure. Go for it. Okay. Mine is called the Generation Gap. Okay. It's sort of a Channel Four. Uh, daytime game show. Uh, kind of the concept of it is it's old versus young. 
Right. Okay, so you've got a team of old people, about four old people, versus four young people. Old is about over 50, young... Maybe over 60, actually. We'll say over 60, and young is, like, under 25. Okay? Okay. The whole thing is hosted by Anne Robinson and Scarlett Moffat. <laughs> kind of... Off of the goggle old, box. Off of the goggle box. Yeah. Old versus, you know, sweetheart of the world now, since I'm a celebrity. Kind of a while ago, but, you know, we're always up to date on the Crass podcast. Yeah. Um... So it's a kind of, it works on a kind of round system. So your first round is a general knowledge quiz. Now, I know what you're thinking, George. Uh, the young people, generally not as good at general knowledge. You watch Pointless, yeah. and they're crap. They're crap at general knowledge. It's always the young people who fuck up on Pointless. Yeah. Always. Yeah. That girl who said Paris was a country, you know, they're, they're crap. But yeah. you know, we, we, we isn't it, you know it's it, we we gotta give um, the old people a bit of an advantage at the beginning because you right, know they're okay. they're old, they're decrepit. Um, second round <laughs> is an anecdote round. Right. So it's who basically who can tell the best story of from their life. Yeah. And I, and I know what you're thinking, George. The old people they've they've lived longer. They've lived longer, so they're going to have better stories, you know. I mean, that's well, not necessarily true, George. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. Well, I but... didn't say that, so I don't know why you're saying that I said that. Well, I was I just, just about to say that. that's what you'd be thinking. Well, it's not what I was thinking. I was, I but was what thinking... Were you thinking? What were you thinking then? I, well, if you... I was thinking that they will have more stories, but not necessarily better stories. That's what I was thinking. Mm, I suppose. All right, OK, good point. You know, good point. Yeah. But, you know, I, I would say... Generally, the old the old have got a bit of an advantage there. Well, yeah, you know? I suppose. But that's fine because the third round that's where it all matters. You know, the winner of the third round wins the whole game, kind of making the first two pointless. But well, I was going to say, you know, yeah, what's the whatever. point of those first? Doesn't matter. Okay. Third round is leaping over the generational gap. Right. Da da. <laughs> so basically, it's a two meter wide pit that's sixty meters deep, and there's no safety equipment. And if you fall into the generational gap, you die. End of. Yeah. You see, I've got... And a... it's, oh, the theme song is a cover of Roll Out the Barrel by Stormzy. <laughs> <laughs> Stormzy. Yeah, kind of gelling that old versus old versus young uh, theme. God, are you, is he already on board to do this, or are you just pulling a name out? No, I'm, sure he'd do, oh, look, I'm sure he'd do it. <laughs> if, he's, if he's heard Scarlett Moffat's involved, <laughs> he's going to do it. Any questions, George? Well, I've just... I've got one suggestion, yeah. which I, I know you okay. might not appreciate, but no, but um, I've got an idea. Right. What about if the generation gap... Generational um, gap. Generational, OK, well, what number one... Just to, kind of, just to separate it from the name of the show. Well, change it to the generation gap. Works better. Uh, number two... Two suggestions, then. Yeah, well, it was going to be one, but then when you reminded me that you had a stupid name for the... Final round. I had to. It's uh, called the generational gap. But why? So that you can separate it from the name of the show. So when people talk about it on the bus or whatever, they go, "Oh, did you see the generation gap uh, yesterday? Oh, what the big pit in the end? No, no, uh, that's the final round the of the show. generation gap. No, they, no, the yeah, generation yeah, no, gap. No, they'd know you meant the show because that would be the sort of finale of the show. Okay, I'll well, change the name then. Yeah, right. So that's one idea. The other idea is how about expanding the distance of the generational gap based on the points acquired up to this point in the show. Oh, I see. So the more points, the bigger the generation gap. So so the size of the gap is based on how many points a team have got, like an advantage. So say the okay. 
the older team are behind by seven points. They have to jump be, seven be ahead. feet across. Ahead? Why are they ahead? The older be ahead because they the whole right the whole the old joke of this idea is that the older be ahead because they have better general knowledge and they have more anecdotes, yeah. but they die at the end. Right. So, uh, so I've missed the point of the show. Then is is <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Ignore ignore my second suggestion. Then I still think the generation. Well, no, gap. I like I like I like that we can help each other out uh, during this. Uh, <laughs> Feature. It's not really a competition because there's no winner. No. But um, yeah. So that's that's the Crash Channel or the Crash Channel Ferry, I guess. Do you want Do you want the jingle? Yes, of course I do. All right. Oh, no! <laughs> that is the best thing we'll ever have on this show. <laughs> I don't know. I guess I, I don't know how you end that that feature. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe people can email in and say which they like best. Maybe email in suggestions. Yeah, but I don't know. For no one, no one ever emails in though. Does no, it? That's, that's, but you know, if you really wanted to email somebody, just email in something. For Christ's sake. <laughs> Should we end it there? Yep, I think that's it now, isn't it? Brilliant. Um, cheers, for listeners. Uh, we're back. Sorry if you thought it was a shitty one to begin with, but um, <laughs> I promise you it'll get better. Great. I mean, okay, all... I mean, just to be... Hang on. Give me a sec. What's that phrase? Okay, right. Okay, listeners, full disclosure, we've had a right ass. We've had it. Right, full disclosure, listeners, it's been a right pain trying to bring Crass back. Yeah. We've, oh, fucking hell, we tried recording this once before and George didn't think it was good enough. Uh, it wasn't, was it? You, you, you've got to agree, it was... <laughs> okay, it was pants, all right, fine. I mean, you thought this was bad, Christ. Yeah. Uh, then we tried, then we were going to record a special Crass on the Road episode, but I was ill, so we couldn't record that. <laughs> We, we recorded this episode in two parts yeah. because my camera battery ran out halfway through. Mm-hmm. It's honestly, this is it's cursed. Yeah. Crass is cursed. The curse of the Crass podcast. <laughs> but we, we'll try. We'll try and continue, listeners. For you, fans. For you, <laughs> all three of you. <laughs> yeah, it's we're going to do this. Come on. Interesting. I'm not really a religious man. But maybe God is trying to tell us something here with this. It's Just taken call it four quits, guys. Come goes to, to get this finished. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're just recording this. Something, but there still could be something that happens. We yeah. could lose all the footage, all all the all the sound and editing. All yeah. that could happen. George's side might not record. We've had a bit of problems with that this morning. Mm-hmm. Who knows what could happen? The whole world could end. Find out on the next exciting instalment <laughs> of the Crass Podcast. Oh dear. If you want to email, uh, it's crasspodcast.gmail.com and you can find us on Twitter at the Crass Podcast. Uh, I'm on Twitter as Bumbledoon, that's Bumble, D O O N. And I'm on Twitter at George Walsh. But my Cheers, George. Um, 
Is that everything? No, no, I was just gonna say, but there's really no need to follow me on Twitter because oh I, I, come on, I don't use it that much. They won't. It's because they won't give me one of those blue ticks. I just don't. See <laughs> we the haven't point. done anything, have we? We've done this. That's not enough. No. See you, listeners. <laughs> Bye. Bye.